today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. There are so many bad drivers on the road, so many numbskulls that I'm calling on the provincial government to do something about it. In order to obtain a driver's license in this province, as we know, we need a uh, a written test. We have to pass that. We also have to pass a driving test. And I'm fine with that. I think that part of the system works. But fast forward a few years after you get your license, things kind of fall by the wayside. Your hands are no longer at 10 and 2. You might not check your blind spot as often. Maybe you don't feel like signaling your lane change. Uh, we speed, we tailgate, uh, there's some distracted drivers out there. Unfortunately, all of that is just a fact of life. The overwhelming majority of crashes are caused by driver error. So, what are we doing about it? Nothing, except that we pay more for auto insurance, because every day on our roads, it's a case of smash-up derby. But what if the province mandated driver's license retesting every 10 years. So you get your license at 16 or 17 or 18, whatever the case is, but then you have to get retested at age 20 and 30 and 40 and 50 and so on, and maybe we pay $50 to do that. Maybe it's more. I think it'll make for better drivers, safer roads, less accidents, thus lower insurance premiums, less strain on the healthcare system, and we add to the provincial coffers. And in turn, the province, as long as they don't bungle around and fumble our money, uh, can use that revenue to improve roads, bridges, and other infrastructure. Well, quite the statement, I know. Hopefully some of you have not driven off the road uh, listening to me talk about that. Dr. Louisa Gambora is an independent clinical psychologist specializing in rehab, also appeared as a judge on Canada's Worst Driver Season 4, 5, and 6, and joins us in studio. Dr. Gambora, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. So am I a crazy man? Um, I think you have some interesting ideas and opinions. <laughs> I unfortunately disagree with you. Okay, so what, what do you think of the idea of retesting drivers? I'm just putting it out there. Every 10 years. Um, I think if your goal is to decrease bad driving, uh, if we actually did it and then researched it, mm-hmm. we'd find that it was a complete waste of money. Okay, so why do you say that? I say that because... Um, The errors that people make while driving uh, are caused by a number of things, and lack of information, lack of education, lack of skills is Mm -hmm. only one small factor. Mm -hmm. We have the rest of what affects the brain. So knowledge and learning is one small piece, you know, maybe 5, 10, 20%, whatever number you want to give it. And that comes from the written test and the driver test. That's right, and your years of experience on the road as well. But the larger part comes from what's going on with my brain, which controls the whole body. So no brain, you know, that's it. I'm Mm -hmm. gone. Yeah. Right. Um, So my history, my medical condition, how much sleep have I had? Have I eaten properly? Mm. Uh, Did I have a fight with a boss, a friend, a partner? Am I in a rush because I'm late for the studio to do this interview with you? Yes, I'm not going to comment on that. (laughs) And so, you know, my anxiety level may be going up. My arousal level might be going up. And if you think about arousal at the low end, when I'm kind of groggy just waiting up, I'm not so sharp, I'm not performing very well, even if it's a task as simple as tying my shoelace. As I wake up, there's a range in that arousal level of my brain where I'm probably functioning at my best. And then as stress increases, fatigue increases, all kinds of other things add to the burden that my brain's trying to manage, my performance is going to decrease. And so that's a major factor. So is that why we... um 
I don't know, slough off or slack off in terms of signaling our lane change and, and not doing what we're supposed to be doing? Uh, that could be one factor for sure. Okay. Um, at other times, people may actually consciously decide there's nobody behind me. Why signal? Mm-hmm. So there are so many different factors that contribute to it. But one of the things that happens when we're driving is we're planning, we're anticipating what's going to happen. We have expectations of how other drivers are going to behave. And when other drivers don't behave as expected or when the road conditions change, and again, unexpectedly, then if I have unrealistic expectations, so I'll call them crazy thinking. Okay. Great. We all, we all have it. Yep. I, I have it too, probably every day. <laughs> um, but when that, that difference between what I expect and what is out there in the reality is vastly different, m- my brain is going to react to that and that basic fight or flight Mm-hmm. Um, reaction is going to come up. So I can't flee. I can't get a helicopter and just get pulled out, you know, removed. Uh, so now how do I deal with it? How do I cope? And so, you know, maybe you can teach people a little bit of how to cope better in the car. But the problem is, if they're at already 98% full, if you think of a glass that's full of water, And you fill it right up to the top. And you're even going to see that little rounded, you know, you're going to see the water is just above the actual edge of the glass. And you're wondering, how can it have more water than the glass can hold? Then you add one more drop of water and it all spills out, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what happens. Uh, My brain can only take on so much. The expectations are different than, than what the reality is. And I may be out of my depth and I can shut down. Uh, I mean, I can freeze. I can literally just stop moving in the car or I can go to the other extreme and be quite angry, quite aggressive. That's the fight, the fight side. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.